On today's show, I'm talking about the coming economic collapse. The Bible says exactly how and when it's going to happen. There's some great news in this message, but I'm also talking about some really bad news for people who are unprepared for what's coming in the future. I'm also talking about a new law that has been passed in California that is anti-parent and anti-child that every parent and grandparent needs to hear. I'm talking about the asteroid Apophis that is coming to the earth in 2029, supposed to hit the earth, according to many experts. I'm going to be talking about that, but the biggest danger, according to the scientists, is not Apophis. I'm talking about that. I'm also answering questions such as, can I lose my salvation? And what if I'm sinning when the rapture occurs? I'm Jimmy Evans. Welcome to The Tipping Point Show. Welcome to The Tipping Point Show. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. This message uh, called The Coming Economic Collapse, very, very important. A lot of people have a tremendous amount of anxiety about the economy, the economy of the United States and also the economy of the world, and rightly so. You know, we have a $300 trillion world debt right now. The, the world debt is unsustainable. America is almost $29 trillion in debt. And this is growing very rapidly. Of course, you know, the Congress right now is trying to get something passed that would increase three to $4 trillion of the national debt, which would just be unbelievably bad. But the debt is unsustainable, growing around the world very rapidly. And there also, we have increasing chances of worldwide famine. And I'm now quoting from Israel 365 News. It says, United Nations World Food Program won the Nobel Peace Prize. Its executive director, David Beasley, took the opportunity to warn that without drastic measures fueled by a massive influx of funding, the world faces famines of biblical proportions in 2021. Now, this is the, the leader of the United Nations uh, Food Organization, and he's saying without drastic measures and a huge influx of spending, we're looking at famines of biblical proportions this year in 2021. China's having crop failures. We have huge uh, uh, droughts happening in the Western United States, especially the Southwestern United States is experiencing the worst drought in 1200 years. And so crops around the world are being affected. China cannot feed its own people and they're importing food from America and all over the world. And so any disruption in the food supply, and we already see supply chain problems all over the world related to food and many other items. And so uh, we also have skyrocketing inflation, uh, tremendous inflation going on right now. And experts are saying it's only gonna get worse in the future. So you look at all that's happening in the world today and you say, what, what's gonna happen? You know, is, are we looking at an impending economic collapse. Well, I'll tell you exactly what the Bible has to say. There's some extremely good news and there's some extremely bad news. And the pre-rapture economics is the first thing I want to talk about. And that is before the rapture occurs, Jesus tells us exactly what the economy will be. Now, he doesn't give every nation's economy. There can be recessions. There can be depressions. There can be ups and downs in any economy. But he gives us a picture of the world that it's going to ha be like when he returns, this is Luke 17. He said to the disciples, 
The days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man and you will not see it. And they will say to you, look here or look there. Do not go after them or follow them. For as the lightning that flashes out of one part under heaven shines to the other part under heaven, so also the Son of Man will be in his day. Now that's the rapture that he's describing. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. Now listen, they ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not go down to take them out away. And likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, in that night, there will be two men in one bed. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding together. The one will be taken, the other left. Two men will be in the field. The one taken, the other left. And so Jesus tells us, as it was in the days of Lot, so it will be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. They bought, they sold, they planted, they built, they married, they were given in marriage. And so there, are, according to this text, there are four parallels according to Noah and Lot in the last days that we're living in. And the first is worldwide rebellion to God. Noah and Lot lived in a very rebellious culture to God. And in fact, uh, Noah and Lot did not have any uh, people that they took with them. Uh, they didn't have anyone that they led to God through that. And that's not saying that people aren't getting saved in the day that we're living in today, but I'm just saying the world was in total rebellion to God like the way we see it is today. There was also a righteous remnant living for God and preparing for judgment. In Noah's case, he was building an ark. In that ark, carried him above the judgment the way we will be at the rapture. Lot went out of Sodom to prepare for the judgment that was coming. Lot went out and Sodom was not judged until he was out. And you have to remember, Jesus uses Noah and Lot as his examples. Both of those men were taken out of judgment before it came. Noah got on the ark before the judgment came. Lot went out of Sodom before it came. But the third uh, parallel is economic and social normalcy. Jesus, Jesus could have very easily said uh, people will be starving to death. There won't be any economy. Uh, people will be bankrupt. In other words, what he's describing, buying, selling, marrying, giving in marriage, planting, building, all of those things mean, you know, there's going to be social and economic normalcy. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be some shaking and things like that. The fourth parallel is the faithfulness of God to rescue the faithful and the righteous from judgment. God is going to be faithful. He is coming for us. He's not going to leave us here. So I want to say what we're seeing in the world today is the setup for the Antichrist system, is the setup for the economy during the tribulation. First of all, we're seeing a one world government. The many, I think there was over 100 nations, about like 137 nations last week that all agreed together about the corporate tax. And so what we're seeing is now, uh, uh, you know, this amalgamation of nations adopting the same laws and practices. We're seeing the emergence of a one world economy. We're uh, seeing the uh, emergence of a cashless system. COVID has caused cash to be rejected around the world because of the germs that it carries. 
and the United States government, the Federal Reserve, is talking about now having a digital currency. China is coming out with a digital currency. Most of the currency of the world today, the vast majority of the currency of the world today, is non-cash currency. It's electronic currency. So what we're seeing, the supply chain problems, all of this is setting up for a coming economic collapse. And I'm saying if you're a believer, now I believe that we need to be careful financially. I mean, personally, we need to be conservative. We need to be careful because we're living in very uncertain times. But what I'm saying is there, I, have, I have heard doomsdayers for the last 40 years since I have been teaching on Bible prophecy. I've heard doomsdayers come out and they talk about this, you know, economic collapse is coming in the next six months or the next three months or next year or something like that. And in almost every case, they're selling something or they have something to gain through their doomsday message. And I call them prophets for profit is they're out there telling their story about what's about to happen, but, but it's not true and it hasn't happened. You know, we had 2001, we had 2008, we had things like that, but people were still eating. You know, people still had the basics of life. They were still buying, selling, marrying, giving a marriage, planning and building. Okay, but there's coming a time now, the Bible tells us that there's coming a time on the earth when there is going to be a total economic meltdown. It's called the tribulation. Let's go to the book of Revelation. And this is chapter six. Now remember in the book of Revelation, there are, there are many judgments, but basically you have the seal judgments that begin the tribulation. You have the trumpet judgments right behind that. And then you have the worst judgments of all, which are the bold judgments that occur just before the second coming. The rapture happens at the beginning of the tribulation. The second coming happens at the end of the tribulation. So beginning of the, the beginning of the tribulation is Revelation chapter six and the seals begin to break. This is when the economic collapse comes. This is Revelation six, verse one. Now, when I, I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a loud voice, with a voice like thunder, come and see. And I looked and behold a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow and a crown was given to him and he went out conquering and to conquer. This is the Antichrist. This is a false Christ. He's on a white horse. He looks like a savior, but he come, comes to take peace from the earth and he does. Uh, seal one is the Antichrist arrives on the scene and takes control of the world and the economies of the world. Now the first half of the tribulation the first three and a half years of the tribulation are the rise of the Antichrist. And by the middle of the tribulation, this is Revelation 13, he takes control of the economies of the world. This is Revelation 13, begin verse 16. He causes all, both small and great, rich or poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And so the first thing that happens to the economy is the Antichrist begins to gain control over the economy. This is the second seal. This is verse three. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. And so the second seal is a spirit of violence and murder, such as the world has never seen disrupting societies around the world. Now you think when you see uh, right now what is happening with all the, the school shootings, church shootings, mass violence, all the murders that are happening you know, across America and around the world, 
you think this is a violent world, this is nothing compared to the tribulation. The societies around the world will be disrupted by the violence. God is going to remove peace from the earth and all hell breaks loose. The third seal and the economy continues to collapse with every seal. This is verse five. When he opened the third seal, I heard the living the, the third living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not harm the oil and the wine. A denarius was a day's wage. And so a quart of wheat or three quarts of barley, this was enough to keep you alive for the day. And so what is being said here is scarcity and famine is coming to the earth. That's what the black horse is announcing. And it's saying it's going to take you a day's wage to stay alive if you have that much money. And uh, there's going to be, it says, don't harm the oil and the wine. Now, there's different ways you can interpret that, but here's the way I interpret it. There will be luxuries available, but not the necessities. People are going to be dying in mass during the tribulation, and they're going to be leaving luxury items around their house and things like that. So if you want to drink wine, great, that's fine. Do you want to you know, have some oil there to put on your skin or maybe to you know, include in your food or to light a lamp or something like that? That's, by the way, this is talking about olive oil. This isn't talking about petroleum. When it says don't harm the oil or the wine, it's just talking about luxury items that will be available, but the necessities won't. Here's the fourth seal. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, come and see. So I looked and behold a pale horse and the name of him who sat on it was death and Hades followed with him and power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death and by the beast of the earth. This is mass death. This 25% of the world's population will die in the first three and a half years, the first 42 months of the tribulation. Now think of what that does to an economy. So let me, let me stop right here. There's one more seal we're going to talk about. If you're working to make money, the, remember Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. Lot was living for the world. And when God tried to get her out of it, she didn't want to go. And Jesus said, remember Lot's wife when he was talking about Lot. If, you're, if you think that your home is in this world, you're living wrong. You're thinking wrong. If you're trying to amass wealth in this world, every nickel you make is being laid up for the Antichrist. He will control the economies of the world. And so if, if all you're doing is living for money, money's a blessing if it's blessed. And money is a blessing if it is secondary to serving Jesus and making Jesus the Lord of our life. Money's a blessing if it's submitted to God and we're obedient with what he gives us. But if our security is in money, we are set up. Now, if you're a believer in Jesus, you're going to go up in the rapture. The, the economy will be basically what it is right now, ups and downs, you know, surely. But until Jesus comes, they're going to be buying, selling, marrying, giving in marriage. But after the rapture, when the tribulation comes, if you're here, if you're not a believer in Jesus, if you're here, there will be no economy. There, it will take everything you can get together to survive. If you do survive, because here's the fifth seal. This verse nine, when he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar of souls, those who had been slain for the word of God and for their testimony, which they held. And they cried with a loud voice saying, how long, O Lord, holy and true until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. Then a white robe was given to each of them. And it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer 
until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were, were completed. Mass martyrdom. This is for those people who are left behind when Jesus comes and they begin to give their lives to Christ during the tribulation, they will be martyred in mass. And so the, all of these things will be happening during the tribulation. Before the tribulation, the economies of the world right now are being arranged in a one world cashless society that the Antichrist is going to inherit. He's the one who's going to control the economy during the tribulation. But while he's controlling the economy, peace is taken from the earth. There's scarcity on the earth. 25% of the earth's population, 2 billion people, is going to be killed and there will be mass martyrdom for being a Christian. There will be no economy as we know it right now during the tribulation period of time. There is coming a worldwide economic collapse. If you're a believer in Jesus and you have made him the Lord of your life, you're not going to see it. You're going to go to glory and you're going to live in the most opulent wealth that you could possibly imagine forever and ever and ever. If you're not a believer in Jesus, this is the time to make Jesus the Lord of your life. You can have economic security. You can have eternal security in Jesus. And all you have to do is just say, Jesus, come into my heart. I'll make you the Lord of my life. I invite you to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. Just pray a short prayer like that and make Jesus the Lord of your life. We're going to go now to the subscriber portion of our program. If you're not a subscriber in endtimes.com, I want you to become a part of our community. And you know, not only do you get the full tipping point show, you get the articles that come out all week long. Uh, you get to be a part of our community. We have thousands of people who are subscribers here on tipping point. And listen, when we have articles and things that come out, they encourage each other. They pray for each other. If you want a community of believers, like-minded believers who love Jesus and are waiting for the coming of Jesus, you will love being a part of the Tipping Point community. It's amazing. Every time we post something, I go in there and I look at all the comments. And I mean, people are interacting. They're loving each other. They're praying for each other. They're encouraging each other. I want you to be a part of Tipping Point. $7 a month, $77 a year. Endtimes.com is where you can go and sign up. If you are a subscriber now, you have to go to endtimes.com to see the full Tipping Point podcast. And so if you want to watch the rest of this, go to endtimes.com or you can respond to the email that we send to subscribers. Thank you for joining me today. Stay tuned if you're a subscriber.